0: guys, welcome to episode two of Coffee Machine. I'm Matt. I'm Giorgio. And I'm Andrew. And today, uh, we, we, we are going to be reviewing coffee today. Yeah, we, we all have the same exact coffee. It's. Yeah. It's
1: okay. Yes. It's not too
0: terrible De- definitely something you would uh you'd see in a hotel room yep mm-hmm. yeah and it's <laughs> we have the classic
1: it's, roast it's
0: it <laughs> is it is walmart classic roast great value um, great value price. brand uh what's that running about 250 um i think it <laughs> might be yeah it might be a dollar ninety nine
2: what a deal <laughs> Get your caffeine fix for well, cheap. It's not. It doesn't taste the greatest, but it'll get the job done. <laughs> it'll get the job done. Yeah, yeah. it'll
0: get the job done.
2: So uh, Throw it nice and strong. Get your three hundred milligram of coffee. Yeah, you gotta for
0: caffeine. You gotta. You gotta get that. You gotta get that. So it's what, what it's what runs on. It's what we run on. Mm-hmm. We run on.
1: Uh, tactical tip for this coffee: refrigerate after opening to
2: preserve the freshness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> Mind, blown. Mind blown.
0: So today we're going to, uh, we have a few really good topics today. Um, you know, being the uh, the kind of a newbie kind of podcast that we're trying to be, we're going to start in straight on into starting modeling. That's what our first topic is going to be today.
1: Uh, well, That's one thing I kind of had, like, just starting into the game, didn't know where to go. I just was like... Uh, dump this when I, I didn't even know the models were
2: disassembled when mm. I first got them. So yeah, that was a surprise to me. Yeah. Like, I, for some reason, expected them to be all and just in one go. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, my first experience with
0: modeling was uh, I was ten, so this is 1996, and uh, my dad br- my dad brought me home a second edition D and D rulebook and uh, this little box of miniatures. No, I and no, I, I picked up the miniatures and they were just in pieces. And I immediately started yelling and kind of like complaining because they were broken. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is this? Did you buy this at Goodwill?" <laughs> like, Dad, these are all broken. What do I do? <laughs> but thankfully, my dad used to be uh, a fairly proficient guy about building model cars and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he taught me we know exactly what we're going to teach you today when it comes into uh, assembling your first models. So when you buy a brand new kit out of the factory, they have this stuff that we can't see, but it's silicon mold. So it has all of this stuff that helps the mold It helps the miniature pop out of the mold, so it has like this gel silicone. Mm -hmm. And you got to get that off of the miniatures so your glue and your paint can stick to it. Yeah, I learned that kind of the hard way (laughs) (laughs) trying to glue stuff together, it's just just not working. So I would suggest getting some uh, Dawn or some Palm Olive or something like that, and a toothbrush, and just uh, getting some lukewarm water and just just scrubbing them down. First things first.
1: I even let mine sit for, uh, you know, sometimes like 15, 20 minutes. I'll make a little bath, kind of. Put a little soap in the bottom of like a bowl or something. Put that warm water in there. Let it get a little suzzy. Then I'll dump all the miniatures that I'm putting together for that round into that. And then I'll cap it off with a little bit of water. Again, fill it up a little bit more and let them soak, you know, for a little bit to try and help it off, and then okay. move straight to the toothbrush afterwards. Uh,
0: another option that I've had work now you can't do this with like swords and stuff, so anything pokey. But get you some Tupperware, make a bath, and just like this, just shake oh, it okay. in your Tupperware, yeah. and uh, that will do the same thing. If you're not into like the toothbrush kind of thing, and uh, and plus then you're not trying to toothbrush these little spindly bits, yeah, you know. That can be a pain. You know, you can just let the water do it for you. Uh, the second thing I would suggest doing is flash removal. That's yeah, very important to get all of the little spindly things off of your, uh, flash. Like, you'll see, you'll see maybe a sword, and then, like, at the end there's, like, this there's little, little weird little. jutted piece of metal, and yeah. you're like, what the
2: hell is that? Is that a spike?
0: Is that a sword spike? Because that looks really stupid. Oh, oh, God, I just broke it. <laughs> yeah. I went through that a couple times. So, you need to do it two ways, um... Uh, just take your finger and just pop that off, and then just take an x knife and just kind of kind of scrape off the little dimple down that's down left off. Yeah. And shave down you the little dimple. The rest of it. I'll also, with your x knife, any kind of... Uh, uh, you'll see this a lot in jacks a lot. So you'll have a ball joint, and then you'll have the other piece of the ball joint that's inside of the jack. Mm-hmm. Take your, uh, your exacto knife, make a few slightly deep gashes on your ball joint and on the inside. That way when you glue your model together, the glue will adhere better and then you won't have your jackets popping off on yeah. the part.
1: Mm-hmm. And a lot of things I've noticed too now that a pretty decent majority, at least with the Privatary Press models, have gone to the resin. Um, you'll have these little tiny and we'll show you a little bit later on. Yeah. They look kinda they kinda look funky. You almost think it's what slides into like a socket on the model, like, mm-hmm. like he was saying. But they are actually just completely from
0: the mold, <laughs> yeah. and they need to be removed. It's, it's where the injectors has injected yeah. into it. And normally there's a little there's a little bite that bots off that injector and then pops it off. Of it. But uh, that's where it didn't bite. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's how it works. I so know Zoll, Epic Zoll, that I just un- un- oh, yeah.
1: put together not too long ago. He had a couple of those on him.
0: We okay. should talk about Parts Portal. Oh,
1: yeah. Could <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. get a into that. He, yeah, he was missing his soul. He, yeah. one, he had his staff in his left arm and everything, but his right arm with the soul. Okay. Brand new, straight
2: from Gen Con. This you the were putting together the other day. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Playing
0: the uh-huh. game. You a game. Yeah, uh, there is a Parts Portal that you can go to if you are missing some pieces. Uh, just go to com, go to their store, and then you'll see a little Parts Portal. Portal button and just click on that to send them a quick email and they'll send you your part out uh, free of charge without shipping. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's totally fine. It's and um, they,
1: they don't even they used to have like a well they still have it on there the option to put it in because you still receive older models a lot of times. But yeah. there used to be a little ticket number that came with every model you received mm-hmm. in the packaging, and with the newer ones like Zol, he didn't have it. You know, so you don't you don't even have to include every detailed bit of information. If they have a question and you're not really clear on the part that you need, they'll send, shoot you an email and be like, hey, can you send us a picture, blah, blah, blah. And then you just get back to them, and, and then they still just send it on over, you know, no problems.
2: Yeah,
0: no
1: problem at all. It does take a little bit of time. You it gotta does, a picking. little week yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. you're not going to get your parts in time. If you're going to a tournament that weekend and it's Monday morning, you're not going to have Maybe. the parts free of the model. Or if on.
0: there's a big convention going on, like Gen Con yeah. or something like that, it could, yeah. could push you back a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, so let's, uh, since, you know, talking about some modeling tips, let's go about some modeling supplies. Um, I prefer Exacto blades when it comes to my to my bladed instrument. Um it's what I use a lot, too. Just standard number one Exacto blade with titanium blades. That's my favorite ones. They last so much longer. You pay a little bit more for it, but they are a sharper cutting instrument. Okay. Yeah, is that
1: the one, the one that you, mm-hmm. that I was using? Yeah, those are really sweet. I use, um... I use the, just if you really just want to go super cheap and it's still effective, the more economical route, uh, you just go to Walmart for like $3, you can buy a multi-pack of those uh, extended uh Little razor knife. Oh, things. the little extended knife? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. With, with the snap
0: off blade. It has a snap off blade. Uh, you probably they're over in hardware, so they're either red or yellow handle, yeah. and it just has the slider, just on. one slider. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. you can you can make the blade six inches. Yeah, now? and, and oh. then you don't have a thumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and
2: I really need to be careful. And here comes up.
0: that flash, no thumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just took off my thumb flash, <laughs> so that's no good. So uh, there, another good option is the Exacto kit. They make a nice kit with like a lot of different little kinds of exacto blades. So uh, I mean I guess if you're trying to get like a hard to reach thing, they make curved tips yeah, or something. They can like be that.
1: Handy. They're kinda they're kinda like uh, niche us- uses. Yeah. yeah. But every once in a while they kind of dangerous. Yeah curved now, now if
0: now if you're a terrain maker though, that's oh, a whole
1: yeah. different story. Then yeah. you would want something like that, yeah. you know. Um, Another thing too this is the little the little clippers. They kind of look like toenail oh. clippers, oh, or yeah. uh, those are jewelry clips. Yeah. The little jewelry
0: clips and there. Those
1: are pretty handy a lot of times. Flush also. flush
0: cutters. Uh, That's flush what they're cutters, called. Yeah. Flush cutters and files too. Files. Needle files preferably preferably diamond coated needle files. You can find Ooh. a diamond coat set at Lowe's for about eighteen dollars. You'll get That's six good. diamond and six normal. That's pretty good. Mm, so and it, I think it comes like a little kit too. It comes like a little bag, and put your kit rolled up, put in your storage. Nice. It's good yeah. stuff. Plus, tools are just always handy. Yeah, tools. Any yeah, like any kind of tool. Yeah, like they, they, I, they, I even they, use like uh, crimps. I use um, I use a lot of locking pliers. Yeah. Sometimes I use a lot of
1: uh, <laughs> dikes and lineman side cutters. So mm-hmm. I'm an electrician, I have all those tools already. Yeah, might yeah, as well use them. Yeah, <laughs> especially for uh, pinning uh, to hold because. You no, I've stabbed my step. Oh, when you get under the fingernail, when you're pinning a model, oh man, yeah,
0: that that, that hurts, that gets, you. Yeah, uh, you prefer the uh, to go the uh, the, the, uh, or the, truck, Dremel?
2: So the Dremel yeah, way I like, I like with your pinning,
0: and I'm more of a of a hand drill kind yeah. of guy, a standard uh, pin boss. Yeah, pin vices. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just don't have the patience to to.
1: Sit there with a, because I get frustrated really easy. So if it doesn't just start, and you yeah, play Scorn, driving through, <laughs> of, yeah, I'm just like ah, start smashing stuff. So the Dremel, I'm just like, Eah! you know, it gets done super quick. I thought I had to deal with any Yeah,
0: yeah, I had. So, uh so if you haven't noticed, one of the guys that I sold you has mm-hmm. has a pinned orb. Uh-huh. Did Out he not- above him? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had to pin one of his orbs. <laughs> so? I was like, I was broken.
1: When I first started putting models together, I never used to pin any of them. But then, once you start getting little pieces that break off, like arms and stuff like that, you you start to be like, "Oh man, I got to do something." I, I'm sick of this guy's sword falling off, yeah, or like you know, the, his hand, defender's arm, that just went, defender's arm. Oh yeah, yeah, he
0: like fell on the floor, arm smashed off. I'm like, "Well, we got to fix it." Yep. Yeah, it's yeah. This pen, it back pins
1: on. pins make a big difference. They st- sometimes depending on how deep you're pinning, you do the pin. Um, You'll still get a little bit of, like, the model, the arm, say it was an arm, it will still, like, maybe rotate a little bit, Yeah. but it doesn't, like, pull off as easily as it would without that
0: little extra little piece True. of security in there. I just use paper clips for my pens. Yeah, that's what I if, use, If too. you want to go, like, super expensive, you can use brass rods. That is an option. And, and they do come in a lot of different sizes, too. So brass rods are sometimes the option if you're... Trying to get really small delicate pins, or maybe some thick pins too. Yeah. Uh, like uh, Iron Fang Potman before the plastic kit, which the plastic kit's amazing. Um, but the old metal kit, brass rod, all of those guys—they yeah. just needed. I've heard horror stories about. Them. So uh, have, let's let's talk about some glue for a while, <laughs> that is that's a necessity. That's really important. Um, yeah. I'm I'm a big gorilla glue guy personally. Uh, yeah. And I like I like the liquid gorilla glue, and I believe you like the gel. I really like the gel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've never tried the gel out or anything. I li- you have
1: to shake it up before you use it. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and I like to I like the gel because I like to I'll lay out all the pieces for a model as I'm putting it together, and I'll say say I'm doing arms. I'll do a dab of glue, dab of glue on each arm. And I'll do that for if I'm doing a unit, I'll do that for 20 arms, and I'll just go down. And I'll put dab glue on each. Then I'll come back to the first guy, and I'll put those two arms on. So they've had a little bit of time to set up, but right. the gel the gel dries slower. So by the time you get back to it after it almost putting seems the dab, like the
0: gel's more of a contact setting. Too, yeah, yeah. Instead of a uh, instead of just dry instead air. Instead dry air. Yeah.
1: Mhm. So by the time you get back to that first guy, you just pop it on, and it's set. It's kind of started to set up. You, you can hold it on for a couple seconds, and then you can put them down, good to go, and move on to the next guy.
0: And, and me, I'm more into the liquid stuff. So I want my stuff to be you know connected as soon as possible. So I'll, I'll take one piece, glue goes on this side, I'll lick the other side, and I'll put it together. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it, it creates nearly an instant bond. And that's how I put almost all my stuff together. Nice. Uh, I'll also use gap from time to time. Zappa a more expensive route, but if I find it on sale somewhere, I usually pick it up, uh, but yeah. you can make a mess with Zappa if you're not careful, because it is really liquidy. Yeah,
1: I've had really minimal use, what? but in the time that I have used it, it's just like...
0: Just like yeah, you up. have to be careful with yeah, it. I might try out this gel, the
2: gel, but uh, what's this Zappa Gap? Okay, sure
0: Zappa Gap's more of like a... Uh, it's more of a modeler's glue, so mm-hmm. like uh, car modeling and stuff like that, airplane modeling, uh, they usually use zap a more often for, like, in-field repairs and stuff like that. That's usually what you use is zap a um, And a lot of people use zap a Accelerant. I would oh, never yeah. suggest using Accelerant unless you just want some really brittle yeah, models. super brittle. Yeah. Uh, like, I use the little licking technique as almost, like, a little bit of an Accelerant because I want my shit just put together. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it's not like, you know, just going psh, 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 you know, it's accelerating yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, especially if you're planning on maybe selling the Army later on or doing maybe a commission piece. It's just not worth it. Uh, that kind of brittle, brittleness thing. Yeah.
1: You get unhappy customers that way. Very much so. So, yeah, what goes along? Once you've got your models together, what do you want to do with them? You want to put them on the table and you want to start a game. So, well, what th- kind of. I thought it was all paint. Oh, oh, no. No, I, uh, I don't give <laughs> a
0: damn want... about the art <laughs> concept,
2: So What well, what you want to do is start playing. You start to play,
0: and you go, just, you just do like out. what we've seen in our meta before you just pile a bunch of stuff on a base and scoot it around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true too. Uh, yeah, after a couple
1: games, you kind of realize oh, man, these guys look. When you play against people that have fully painted armies all the time, your guys are just primed, which a lot of mine are. Uh, you start to be like, oh, maybe I should throw some paint on these guys. Right. So yeah, that's an, that's another thing that you kind of want to get at the early on in the beginning. And one thing, um, primer, super important. I tried to paint the very first unit I tried to paint. I did without priming it, and man, those guys just came out terrible. I ended up having to strip them and repaint them all. What but, kind of primer
0: do you like to use?
1: I really like the. Um, it's it's only like um, I think it's like three fifty a can, something like that for a big. I don't know whatever standard size spray paint can is 16, 20 ounces, whatever it is, and it's just uh, you, you get the, pretty much any color you want. You got there's black, gray, and white, and it's just a double
0: coat. Is it the primer. double coverage Rust-Oleum? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, that's
0: what I use. Yeah, <laughs> double coverage Rust-Oleum. I, I like it that we, lot. Let me yeah,
2: what a lot. Yeah,
0: so I'll let it. you guys have too. Uh, it's, a, it's a big can. Like if you're proming correctly, like boop 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 boop, you're done.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like it's really really easy. So, yeah, I, I just slammed my entire army with the witch. Spun them around. Spun <laughs> around, hit the <laughs> other I side. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a
0: lot of um, when it comes to proming, a lot of people have kind of like a. Uh, that they have some misinformation where you think that oh man you have to have every single thing prompt. that's not necessarily true uh, get one nice coat of primer on it and it's good enough mm-hmm. it does not your primer does not need to be like fingernail thick yeah. it just needs to be a nice yeah. thin coat kind of, then you don't want to, destroy something yeah, all the details yeah, exactly. are gone yep, yeah.
2: that's what I, um, I kind of like just barely getting just barely barely getting a thing on there so you can Mm It doesn't really make it that big of a difference. Right. I mean, you know, this is a more of an advanced technique, but if you do
0: later on down the road decide to buy an airbrush, priming becomes so much easier than airbrush because you're you're already there. You know, you're going to airbrush everything anyway. That's what you do. So you like to use you pretty much use exclusively P3 paints, right? Yeah, that's
1: that's been the biggest one. They're, they're kind of easy to find for me, uh, but I, I really like the color range. I don't paint in the standard uh, studio schemes that, that you see all the models. I like to do my own colors, but P3 paints I like a lot. Uh, I don't have to... You don't have to add a whole lot of water to them to water them down. They don't come out of the out of the bottle too thick. You just shake them up a pretty good amount. Maybe put like a little dab. Of uh, you know, like maybe dime size on your on your little palette, uh, palette, and then maybe one or two drops of water off of the off of the top of your paintbrush, maybe, and and mix that up, and that's just about the right viscosity you need. They come out pretty pretty nice, for at least in my opinion, anyway. Yeah, that's.
0: What's yeah, you, been, been, I'm using kind of, yeah. like, all of, my, all of my doubles.
2: Yeah, i, like, <laughs> I kind of just, just seeing you all I, of my doubles. I don't, I don't even really look at which ones it is. Like, maybe that's bad, but I'll look at it like, <laughs> I'll just be like, here's, I like, I like this color, stick, take it out and mix them together. So, so
0: you, but you have both dropper bottles and pots. What do you mm-hmm. prefer? Do you prefer the
2: droppers or the pots? I really like the pots. Really, you like you know, the pots? I really better? like the pots, yeah, just... Out just a little too tiny bit, or even just, uh, if I just want a little bit of a color, just dipping the paintbrush down a little too tiny bit, closing it back up, and going
0: on. Just going on going. with what you're doing? Yeah. yeah. Um, personally, me, I've used so many different paint lines. I own four entire paint lines. Um, P3 is a great That's way a to start. Yeah, there's a lot of paint. <laughs> if you want to do like a studio color, or you like a studio color style, like scheme, but let's say, uh, say you like Scorn Studio colors, which is mostly reds and golds, yeah. but you have Signar and you're like, Oh man, I really want to be red and Signar. Just buy this Scorn Studio, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. uh, paint, which you get, um, I think is isn't it eight paints or is it six? Think, it's six. You get six, it's yeah. six paints, usually a metallic in yep. there, mm-hmm. one or two metallics, a flesh tone, and then, uh, usually your three layers. So you'll get, yeah. s- you'll get your Scorn base, your shadow, and your hollow. And usually those are about twelve dollars, I think. Yeah, yeah, twelve to fifteen, somewhere in that. Yeah, range. that would probably be a, the best way to start into it. Um, if you're more of a Citadel paint guy, you can also buy a Citadel paint set. Uh, they are, they're less, uh, they're less attuned to whatever faction you have, but maybe it's good to play around with it. Plus, you do get some like uh, little Space Marines in there if you want to like test out oh, a color right. scheme. Yeah, that's nice. So yeah. that's kind of neat. Um, they,
1: I've noticed that, because I've used Citadel a little tiny bit, mainly just their washes. I like their washes. Oh, their yeah. washes are great. Yeah. Uh, but they have a large, uh, a much larger... uh um, oh, paint range? Paint range, oh, yeah. color range yeah. than the P3. Uh, P3,
0: I think, is 72 colors, I believe, around that. And Citadel's I might be less. Be Citadel is over, at 80%. least over 120, 140, yeah. probably. Yeah, and, and then if you look at Reaper... Reaper has a shadow, a highlight, and a base of every color in their range. Oh wow! So, <laughs> yeah, you can really. Get, and they have not only they have not only their standard range; they also have their high density range. So you can. Then, which is this? City? That's, uh, that's uh, Reaper. 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 Okay. Uh, then you got Vallejo. Vallejo is also a good company to start with. Vallejo makes identical color matches to to um, Citadel. So if you have like. Uh, some sort of white that you can't find in Citadel, you can go over to to Vallejo and they'll have the exact same color. Uh, they also make washes and they make good inks. I've had a lot of experience with their inks. I'm going to have to start getting into inks. They're pretty cool too, yeah. Inks are really neat. Uh, and they're in dropper bottles. So if you don't have to do
2: with the mess of a pot because yeah. of the dropper okay. bottle. Yeah, I use to here for any time I try and do a little bit darker, I just try, like, just one drop of that purple that's in the dropper that you mm-hmm. have, and it just makes it look really good to me. Oh, okay. yeah. And uh,
0: Valet also has their model color range, which is more of realistic tones. They have their fantasy range, which is their citadel range. They have uh, Panzer Aces, which is great military colors. So if you want your, say you buy into Kador, and you're like, I, I like the Reds, but I don't really like the Reds. I want them to look like realistic Russian Army soldiers from World War II. Panzer Aces can, can give you those colors. Yeah, <laughs> That's really, really neat. Yeah. Uh, then uh, they have their Airbrush range, which is their newest Airbrush. range. And uh, I own that entire range, and I highly suggest it. Yeah. Uh, not only out in using your Airbrush, out of the pot, they're pre-thinned, mm. man. They go on so smooth; it's really, really good. Uh, let's. I'm trying to think of other paint ranges that I use. Pretty much. Uh, that's I, a, that's, a, that's a pretty. That's pretty broad. Enough. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. A, a wide spectrum. Uh,
0: one of the new guys on the uh, on the block is Scale Seventy Five, which you probably won't see much of that here in the states mm-hmm. yet. They're I think they're from Norway, okay. uh, but they make the best metallics I have ever seen in a paint range. Mm. They make the best metallics. That's one people's. thing I really appreciate is some good metallics. I do <laughs> like that. They are they're amazing. Uh, I have their whole metallic range except for their newest one. They just released coppers, and I don't mm-hmm. have their, their copper range. Are those the alcohol-based? or? Uh, those... No, these are just standard paint oh. pots. What I kind of like about them, too, is their pots are completely sealed. So... Mm-hmm. The paint is not drying before you buy it, so you actually have to pop a hole in every one of your droppers because oh, oh, nice. it's completely sealed. Nice, yeah, that's pretty sweet. And, th- and I like that. I like yeah. that as a customer knowing that my pot hasn't been sitting there for <laughs> <laughs> on, the <shelf. laughs> on the shelf for days <laughs> and then uh, just you know staling out. Yeah, so Man. so long it's
1: changing color. But... <laughs>
0: Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Oh yeah. It can be that way.
1: <laughs> so you guys want to talk about brushes for a little while? Like what do you what do you like to start off well, I've always been a really uh the, the most expensive brush I've ever paid for has been like ten bucks. And that's that's like for my double zero that I use for really super fine detail. And I actually need to get a new one pretty soon. It's about wore out. I've had it for about it for about just shy of a year. So you go to, like,
0: Michael's or something? Yeah, outside.
1: I'll just go to a little little hobby store where they carry a, a wide range, and I'll just look for the sizes I want. And then I, I, I've spent, like, altogether, i bought probably maybe, like, only $20 in brushes. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, I don't want to talk about
2: <laughs> I'll let Andrew go next. <laughs> well, the only one I've ever bought, bought was from... Walmart, it was mm-hmm. like just ten dollar pack of paintbrushes or whatever, but I kind of used them for a little bit, but I, didn't, I, don't, I don't know, know sure. if it was the paint that I want to work right or if it was just me not painting well at that time. But uh, you, know, uh, Tyler, uh, friend, you know, Tyler, yeah. Yeah, a little, Tyler. Yeah, friend, know yeah, Tyler, friend of ours, a friend of ours, yeah. Uh, um, he gave me just a whole set. Of Paint. Yeah, you had like, a bunch, of, like yeah, a bunch of like lacquers yeah. and, I like, and stuff. I was like was like what I was like, what are we? Like nineteen seventy six again? We have all these lacquers. <laughs> but I was looking through the box after I bought those paintbrushes when I bought them. I was looking through the box of all this just random crap you gave me. And there all like all kinds of brushes down in there. I couldn't tell you if they're good, bad or whatever, but they work for me. <laughs> 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 Alright. <laughs> uh,
0: then you go to me. I am the Windsor Newton Series seven guy. Uh, I only, sable I, yeah, yeah, I only use sable brushes. Um, I spend roughly fifteen to twenty-five, maybe even thirty-five dollars per brush. Although you can go on Amazon, usually, pretty much all the time, you can buy a pack. It's like a, it's like a gift pack of uh, Windsor & Newton Series Seven sables. Don't buy the miniatures. Buy just their standard sable brushes. You get a zero, a one, a two, and a three for a... You can get them between 55 and $70, depending on what sale they're having. Mm-hmm. And that's the way to go.
2: Because so four
0: good. brushes, it's I mean, bad, four yeah. of them are really solid. Your number three is really good for, like, war jacks and stuff. And me, yeah, like, if you use a double zero, yeah. I use a one or a two for all of my eyes and detail work. Yeah. <laughs> my zero actually is... Not use that much. Oh, yeah. I use it for pinpointing where I want my washes to go. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I, I really want a lot of wash down here on the bottom. So I'll just kind of move it down to the bottom. Yeah. Huh. But that's a good yeah. deal to go with. Uh, once, but I do have an airbrush and stuff like that. But that's a whole different episode. Yeah. <laughs> <It's a laughs> yeah, whole, wow. That's you know you're dropping like a couple of hundred bucks. If you okay. want to get an airbrush. Yeah, cause you got to get the brush compressor. Hi Matt here, and we're going to pause the podcast just for a second to for me to let you know that uh, we uh, we made a great Mountain King unboxing that we would love for you guys to check out. It's on our YouTube page at Coffee Machine Podcast on our YouTube channel. So please subscribe and check it out and uh, watch our videos too. Uh, we we do a, we're going to be doing a lot more stuff with video, and we'd love for you guys to check it out. Thanks.
1: So yeah, so we can get into straight into uh, starting games. Kind of seeing right. little things we were talking about with as far as like the expo nice on the on the glacier king there. Mm-hmm. So now you've got all your models together. You got some of them painted. You got them on the table, and you're ready to play. What do you need to play? So some p- supplies that you might want to think about. One of the things, uh,
2: a good tape measure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I want if you need to actually get a good tape measure, yeah. or, not, or not just mess with the tip. Not just mess with the of it.
0: I think minimum five dollars. Yeah. For a tape measure. Yep. You could do that because usually the the lines are just really,
1: you know, shown.
0: I've seen some tape measures that people use that are like, maybe that's where the inch mark is. Yeah. Yep. Ah.
1: You don't want to, you don't want those little, and and you want a nice tape measure you can pull out at least you know. 18 inches, maybe 20. And no without, flexi-tapes. Without, yeah, yeah. No flexi-tapes.
0: Those flexi- on the flexi-tapes. table. Flexi-tapes. Uh, but tailor-tapes. Uh, like, like it's, yep. it it's pretty common in other war games that people use tailor-tapes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this game, you cannot bend your measurement. Right. So, say in a normal tape measure, you know, you're measuring from 1 to 10 inches. You're measuring in a straight line. Mm-hmm. Some people say they're going to run 10 inches. They'll be like, well, here's 5 inches. Now I'm going to bend my tape measure... And no, that's not how the game works. (laughs) No, that's not how it works.
1: That's not how it works. And then you get those really, really flexible tape measures. They're not quite, yeah. And and they just like, and you're just drooping it out. You got it out extended twelve inches, and you're just knocking models all over the place. (laughs) Blah 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 blah. Oh, sorry,
0: bro. Sorry, bro. Sorry to break that. (laughs) Break that new glacier key. Yeah. I don't know how it happened. Maybe you should have pinned it.
1: Yeah, I, I, I suggest like maybe um, you probably don't need to, but maybe like one of those little twelve foot tape measures. They're they're <laughs> like maybe that big. They're not not very large at all. They fit right in the palm of your hand. They're nice. Uh, the ones with the with the buttons that you press to release the tape, they auto lock as you pull them out. Those are nice. Those are handy. I
0: like those too.
1: Uh, so when you're done with your measurement, you just press the button, scoop it up. Those
2: are pretty sweet. Those confused me the first time I picked one up. I was oh, like, yeah. cramp, like, just pulling it out, and then I'd hit the button, and it'd try to go back in. Or it wouldn't go back in. It'd just stay where it is, and so I'm like, what
0: the hell's going on here? I can't take mirror
2: this hard. can't take uh-huh. this
0: hard. So, um, uh, what about the new widgets? Because I know Frontier uh, Press makes the new ones. I uh, love widgets. Used to... Used to and they came in like late game with their widgets, yeah, like yeah. Uh, Broken Egg and uh, they
1: kind of let like everybody else on the market get in on it, and then they're
0: like, oh, and they're you like, guys oh, make money.
1: we oh. should make money.
0: <laughs> but yeah, eight dollars for the for the normal widget set. Uh, they also sell the AOE rings in threes, fours, and fives, and a five-inch we no, a four-inch AOE, AOE ring is something that is hard, hard to find. Yeah, so there's, there's
1: not very many of them. Was <laughs> Just, just up um, well, a lot of our oh, yeah.
0: rings are actually made for um, leather working, oh. and the four-inch ring is very rare. Like a lot of people don't use them, so <laughs> unless you're a war machine player. <laughs> and, and what do you get in the uh, the the packet you were talking about? You get a,
1: like the two okay.
0: five three. Uh, you get the inch? you get the two five. You get yeah, you get the two five three, the standard widget. So it has a five inch, a two inch, a three inch, and then a half an inch on the end of the handle. Those are nice. And then you get the three blast template widgets. So normally yeah, nice when you are going to when you hit someone with a blast damage, you know, you take out your AoE ring and then you place it over the model and then anything under the under the ring gets hit. These, if you directly hit them with an AoE damage, you can just be like, Oh well that's a small base, so and it's a three inch AoE, so I'm gonna take out my three inch AoE widget, mm-hmm. it will say small base on the side, and then you just kinda Put it next to base to base and be like, oh well, okay, well this one got this one got hit. Oh this one's just out.
1: Yeah, all the guys that it touches are part are under the AOE. Yeah. And then you're not looking down on it like if you're at a little bit of an angle mm-hmm. you might hit a couple more guys <laughs> than you should or you right. know, vice versa. Yeah. That kind of thing can happen. So Look at the wrong way and be
2: like I, Right. I, I, I can't hit him and I'm like, Oh, I actually not hit
0: him. Yeah. Now, i lost. Of a game of this kind of precision, something mm-hmm. like that's it's it's very helpful.
1: And then the the I, get, I think they call them Idaho's or something. The, the side with the three, two, and five; those mm-hmm. are super handy because you got your vengeance on the three inch, the two inch side is your reach, the half inch is your normal melee, and then the five inch five side inch is your stealth. stealth. Yep. So you yep. got all those measurements. And
0: if you play Cricks, I use that for my walks yeah, a lot. Definitely. Yep. So they're super handy.
1: Uh, another thing uh, that you probably want to get right off the bat uh, for all your, especially for Warjacks, Warbeasts. Uh, Not so much on infantry, solos, and your warcaster. You want to go with card sleeves. Yeah. If you're not going to be the war room guy.
0: Yeah, if you're not going to be the war room guy, go with Mm -hmm. some card sleeves. Uh, I use penny sleeves. So just go to Walmart or your local game store. You can find a pack of like 100 for about a dollar. Those work for me, too. Yeah, Yeah, penny sleeves, man.
1: I like to go with the more heavy-duty, I forget what they're called. Uh, Are you talking about top loaders? Top loaders, yeah. I like to go with the top loaders. I I keep all (laughs) my cards in those. Uh, They're nice. Uh, I like to have that nice little hard surface to write on, Uh, and and it just keeps the cards nice and safe, too. So I kind of like
0: them. Uh, Expo markers is another thing that you might need. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I a lot of people cheap out on expo markers. Just just pay the three dollars. Yeah, and get get actual expo markers. They'll last you for a lot longer. Yeah. They'll be clear. They won't run. Just get the real stuff. You won't have as many problems.
1: <laughs> I, you, I I kind of like I'm thinking considering of switching to wet erase markers mm. rather than dry erase because I know they're a little harder to remove off the surface of your card. Uh, you, need, you do need you know some kind of wet something or other uh but i just always have the problems i use expo markers but i always have the problem with the marker just not getting enough ink out onto (laughs) onto my card and i'll be marking damage and all of a sudden you know we're playing time turns or or a death clock game and i have to be like oh hang on dude flip the clock (laughs) over to me i have to go get another marker because this one ran out of ink you know in the middle of me marking damage or something that's yeah yeah so I'm, I'm thinking of switching to, to wet erase myself, wet erase markers, because I've never had a problem. I only have one wet erase marker, but I've never had a problem with it. It's never, oh. so it's not, dried, it out it never dried out on me or anything, yeah, oh.
0: yeah. I've been pretty impressed by it. You want to take the next one? <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: Uh, what's it? Roll book? It's the rollbook versus Warren. room. The rollbook versus Warren. Sorry, I'm having a brain fart. He's completely gone. <laughs> I was, I'm, I'm thinking about the different markers I need to get.
1: Oh.
2: <laughs> he just got stuck on that. Oh,
0: oh man, man, markers! markers. Expo.
1: What mm.
2: Markers. Markers. Jeez, <laughs> uh, I felt dumb now. <laughs> so the war, the worms, the little app you can download is, on your Is phone. our app for phones or, or like tablets. tablets. Or tablets. K- yeah. 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 And, uh... And you have to like buy. Yeah, you, I mean, you buy a deck for uh, eight dollars, right? Yeah, seven ninety nine. Like seven ninety yeah. nine a deck,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or you can buy it in a chunk for like sixty bucks. Buy all the decks. Yeah,
1: Yeah, okay, that'll give you everything. And they
0: always update. Mm-hmm. So, or you can just get the physical, rule the book. physical rule book. Yeah, which is kind of cool to have. I mean, if, if, you're, if you're more of a collector kind of guy, you'd want the rulebook anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It does have some really cool fluff blurbs yep. in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has a fluff blurb for every faction. Uh, the fluff blurbs for the factions are pretty cool, too, because they're all speeches. Uh, so they're like a prominent leader you know, having a speech in front of their people. So uh-huh. they're really, really cool. They're like, oh, yeah. we will go and crush them. You yeah, know? yeah <laughs> like a lot of the
1: Scorn ones are from uh, at least... In the Scorn book, of perspective, a lot of it goes from him. Which he's not a caster who gets a terrible amount of play, actually.
0: Yeah. I kind of champion him a little bit. <laughs> you do? Yeah. yeah so. And I don't like to see you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, I think the rule book's a good way to do it because you do get all the rules. Mm. Of course, you know, you got to turn pages. I mean, you know. Kind of bounce back and forth Yeah, just. Point I mean, of yeah, come and get what, both. Whatever mood I'm in that day. Yeah. Uh, Then it comes to uh, your faction book. Uh, We call them the fluff books. And, yeah, it will give you every model that's in the book, if you buy your faction book, up until Mark II came out. So you won't get everything. But you will get a ton of fluff. You'll get fluff for every unit. You'll get a little painting guide on how to paint, which is is really cool. It'll show you the studio scheme for your faction. And it'll it'll give you step-by-step how to layer what to do for mm-hmm. each. For it even has some stuff in it, too, that you don't see in the other books. Like in Crick's, it teaches you how to paint undead flesh. In the Signar book, it goes over leather, like, extensively. Mm-hmm. Like some leather and cloth, it goes over a lot of that kind of stuff. It's pretty neat. At it's yeah. pretty neat. Yep. Uh, then you have the other fluff books, which are the expansion books.
1: Yeah. So
0: uh, the newest one that just got released, mm-hmm. reckoning. Uh, it's just reckoning. Yeah. Uh, it also has a fluff blurb, has everything. All your new units get their own fluff, mm-hmm. and you get to read what happened in the storyline up until then. And you also get another uh, modeling section. So useful stuff. Now, of course, not all of those, all of the books are optional. Mm-hmm. War rooms optional too. The only thing that you have yeah. to really have. Are your cards mm-hmm. and, all and the those?
1: All those are going to come when you buy uh, a, a kit. Pack, a kit yeah. with with mm-hmm. whatever models are in that, they'll have the cards along yeah. with it. Unless you get a miss pack, but then you
2: just
1: send it on over <laughs> there. they the Send them all up. up.
2: Yeah, and they'll get you taken care of. Yeah, but, I think that happened with my arcane gun major or something. Like one of the cards was missing. Oh okay, yeah, you were
0: you were missing the uh, the, leader, the card. leader card. Yeah, the yeah. The, UA cards. the UA card. UA yeah, That's
1: <laughs> an important one. You kind of want to know you, know you
0: have. Uh,
1: you can see through stealth, yeah, amazing. and stuff like that. Yeah, it's kind <laughs> yeah. of
0: a need, kind of necessity. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's talk a little bit about getting into the game. Like, okay, so so okay, you're you're sold, you're ready to play the game. How do what 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 army should I buy? How do I, what should I buy to get into the game? Yeah, one good thing to
1: start with is because they give you it's it's a very reasonable price. Um, and it's a small, so you don't have to start. You don't have to be like, oh my God, okay, what do those guys do? You just get like
0: four or five models in them. It's the battle boxes. Mm-hmm. And if 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 you do a little research, looking looking look onto propsforpress.com, look for a local press ganger in your area, because they would love to give you a battle box game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they'll they'll you say, oh hey.
1: I, want, I saw the Signar Battle Box online. Can can we play that here? And they'll be like, yeah, sure. Sure. Know? Or if they don't have that particular faction, they'll be like, okay, well, I don't have that one.
2: Let's try this they'll one. They'll have I mean, between two and four. Yeah. let's give you a nice <laughs> little spectrum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's because that's the first kind of the couple of games. Yeah. The team. first yeah.
0: couple of games, Battle Box games, and honestly, when you're starting into this game, I would suggest your first five <laughs> to ten games be Battle Box games. Yeah. You know? So you can kind of get down the rule. Yeah, yeah. So.
1: Some basic rules with
0: a battle box, you're looking at about fifty dollars MSRP, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to get a Warcaster and between two and four jacks, correct? Yeah, yeah, or if you're playing horde side, you're going to get a warlock between mm-hmm. uh, what three? It's like three, and or if you're yeah, playing you legion, get, you get I think it's six. You get a lot, you get yeah. the two, I think you get, what, you, get car- yeah, you,
1: you get a car, you get a
0: Carnivian. you get one Carnivian oh, and, right. and four shredders, yeah. so you get five. Yep.
1: Those That's a t- lot. See. <laughs> Those <little> yeah. Bucks. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, you get a bunch of little little dudes that want to run around, bite, and mm-hmm. one big old Carnivian. Yep.
1: It's pretty cool. Yeah, they give you a nice little range, and you get the like the heavies mm-hmm. in scorn. Oh man, so good. The Cyclopses, no, I don't, I don't <laughs> use the
2: Cyclops as much.
0: So, Andrew, the, you got the all-in-one kit, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it's the uh,
2: thirty-five point. Which
0: something that none yeah. of our meta bought into. So I'm kind of interested in your yeah, take on it. The,
2: that's the thirty-five, point. yeah, that's 35 right. points. Yeah, you get thirty-five points, and it all comes in one one box. You get, well, like I said, thirty-five points. You, you bought the Signar. I bought the Signar one. Yeah, and uh, I think I think that's probably what my like I would just like you said, go to the press, press ganger in your area. Play like you said, five, five or so games, and then I would personally just buy the all awesome if box. if you can find them. <laughs> if you can find, them, yeah, <laughs> you have the was it ninety dollars? It's
0: between ninety and a hundred and thirty, depending yeah. on whether or not you can find it uh, on sale. Yeah. If you have,
2: if yep. you have that to uh, lay down at once, that's how I'm glad. Yeah. I it that way.
0: Uh, so you get a thirty-five point army. Mm-hmm. You get one caster. Usually two units, yep. a few jacks, and a few solos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, usually, I got two jacks, two units, and a uh, and, the, so, yeah, and the, the solo, the journeyman yeah. warcaster yeah. and the and
2: siege Warcast. and siege, yeah.
1: And they're really nice to start out with because you get all that stuff, but you don't have to put it all on the table right away. <laughs> no, right. you, you can, can start small. Yeah, yeah, you can just build up. You can start with like the the battle box level, just your caster and two war jacks out of mm-hmm. that. You know, or two beasts, and then you can slowly. All right, today I'm going to add a unit.
0: Yeah, we're oh, we're going to move from eleven points to fifteen.
2: Yeah, I do really wish they came with just like even if it's just the base amount of tokens or something. Oh yeah, yeah. they don't
0: come with any tokens. Mm. They don't think they come with dice either. No, no. Yeah. they do come with a neat starter guide that tells you how to how to uh, yeah, it's like what to buy the, next. And the, I think yeah. it had a little mm-hmm. condensed rule book in it. Too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Cool. I'll give you a little bit of tips in there too, mm-hmm. to how to play, how to run your army, and to what run. to buy next. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a big thing too.
0: So, let's talk about how you usually buy your stuff. <laughs> I'm
1: usually like I'll, I I like to go to eBay to to find everything that I get a lot of times. I'm just like looking for people who are unloading their army, and it does uh, oftentimes you'll end up with just like random stuff. Um, but you get it at a really really good price and if you end up not using it you know it's, it's you usually got it at a cheap enough price that it wasn't a big Sometimes thing.
0: you can score big Yeah. and score some decent paint jobs out of it Yeah too.
1: yeah like I got a I got a nice uh, gargantuan the mammoth uh, I only got I got paid 70 bucks and I included shipping and everything
0: and it was pre- it was pre- like uh, sculpted and uh, stuff and, too. And it assembled, yeah. and assembled, it and, assembled and and His, you know, the tusks were off the table, so you didn't have to deal with any of that. That was really good.
1: Yeah, it was nice. You can you can find little little gems like that all Mm -hmm. over eBay.
0: You just gotta be willing to search for them. You gotta. I'm gonna have to start looking into that a little
1: bit. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: it's it's a good way to do it. And not only can you buy, you know, your your miniatures like that, you can also buy a lot of your supplies like that too. Some people offload bags.
2: Yeah, like that. Yeah, it's um, it's, it's definitely going to be my next, next <laughs> purchase. I I don't that one layer of foam is not enough, it's for not enough. anymore. It's not enough.
0: So um, now, if you want to get into the game, the last the last bit that we think about in this segment is uh, if you want to get into the game fast and competitive. If you think you can get into the game competitive, now some people will buy. Something that we like to call a net deck, a net list. Yeah. So they'll go on to Discount Games Incorporated or or they'll just look look and see what's been played recently and they'll buy that list to the T.
1: Model for model. You model for your... model.
0: Now, that is a proven list in tournaments to work. Now, on the other side of that coin, it doesn't mean that it's going to work for you. It may right? not be your play style. <laughs> and, you, you know, you don't necessarily
1: know... What that person was putting that particular, like especially with solos, they're one of the hardest ones starting out to figure out what's this guy's job, what's he gonna do for me? Because a lot of times you'll get them really far out ahead and they'll just go die. Whereas in in the uh, more competitive players list, who de- the person who designed that list, they say, okay, this guy needs to hang back. He's just gonna target. He's gonna take out, say support. So he's gonna hang back and kind of get up the board slowly. Whereas you might be like running out. Oh man, this guy's got. Uh, he's Rat Nine. I'm just gonna go shoot stuff in the face with him, you know. And then he dies. Yeah. And then he does. <laughs> exactly. And then yeah. you're
0: like, That's... "Well, he killed two models. Oh crap! I paid three points for him, yeah. Yeah. and now a one point model killed him. Yeah, that was yeah. a horrible trade. Or
2: like I did, just throwing the storm wall in that one game. And oh man, the bangs at I and... was like, I
0: was like, watch seven points take out twenty. Yes,
2: yeah, kind of... <laughs> and that kind of stuff. Hurts I felt here. that. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah we. Uh, I would never suggest a new player to net deck there will be people out there that listen to this video and be like, that's hogwash, watch me. Mm -hmm. And they will fail, because that's what happens. They'll come back and be like, you guys are
2: right.
0: Yeah. Once you get a few months under your belt and you want to go competitive... Start
2: looking into some net decks, um, and I mean, I've been playing for two months, and I or about three, two and a half now. An I'm still not, I'm not <laughs> to that level yet. And and you know what
0: works for one person's meta does not work for another person's meta. Yeah, like um, it just is. So sometimes net decks aren't the best option. Yes, yeah, but they are out there if you want an all-in-one kind of cohesive yeah. army bundle. That's yes. the way to do. It.
1: Yeah, the big thing with them is just you kind of want to build up your familiarity with certain things. And if you don't have that, when you start out with a net deck, it Mm -hmm. it can really just fall apart on you quick. Mm -hmm. You just don't know. Yeah, especially, let's say
0: you start playing like Kruger 2 or Bradigas first. Oh it's yeah, like, really. Oh,
1: models that, that need to have you need to have an understanding, or Haley
0: too, yeah. or like yeah. someone that that like you know she wins, but can a new player really handle that much power?
2: Not, not me, I learned. <laughs> not me. <laughs> uh,
0: you will have an easier time if you net deck cricks Chris, though. You just will.
2: Yeah, cricks net
1: decks can get you a lot of stuff that got a pretty basic understanding of the game to to be able to master, mm-hmm. and and. Their units and and everything kind of go jive really well. I yeah, think.
0: they they can be pushed forward around, and you will you'll score some wins yeah. by pushing models around the table <laughs> with Krix. Yes.
2: Mm-hmm. Like I'm a I, I like cricks. I, I would like to play them, but mm-hmm. I don't. I don't like going up against them for that reason. <laughs> <laughs> You're like Matt can make a few mistakes here and still win. <laughs> yep, I just kill one bane, and well, now my whole units. Dead. <laughs> oh no, I killed one out of each oh, unit of. Now you're uh, vengeance on me, huh? Uh, <laughs> what <no>. is
0: that? <laughs> <laughs> so, well, we're going to end the podcast with our segment, Andrew's Enigmas. Andrew, what enigmas do we have today? What yeah, enigmas what do, we
2: do we have? Okay, uh, talking about you know trying to get into the game, is right. there a uh, faction that you think is like, quote-unquote... Weaker than the others, or just less balanced than the others.
0: Mercs and minions. I would never mm. suggest someone to get into the game with mercs and minions. Yeah. and on a lesser extent, circle. Yeah, that that one's you can with circle. You can really get
1: good once you have an understanding because order of activations in circle is really important. So if you get it, if you start out there, it's kind of hard because you're like, oh well, I want to activate this guy, and he's going to go do that. Oh wait, but I needed to put this buff on
0: him first and uh, he's already... Uh, that kind of thing happens a lot in Circle. <laughs> or, oh man, I'm going to teleport him forward and I forgot the lightning strike or oh no, I forgot to do this. Yeah. Uh. And, and you
1: end up getting your model killed because you were like, oh, I forgot these couple things
0: first. Mm-hmm.
1: Circle's mm-hmm. circles, a hard one. But once you master that stuff, you can get really good with it.
0: It can be yeah. really strong. And uh, I say mercs and minions just because of the power level differences mm-hmm. between them and the true factions. Mercs not so much, but to get into mercs, it's like a house of cards because you have all mm-hmm. these solos or all of these things that kind of work together. And when yeah. you start picking them in, picking them out, they just kind of collapse.
2: So and it's very hard to pick one without having its partner piece or something yeah, like that. Yeah,
0: yeah. And then you learn, you're like, oh man, in a two list environment, say I'm going to go to a tournament. Oh man, I really need a Holt in this list, but they're not going to be in that one. And they
1: can't go over
0: there. <laughs> Yeah. Or or say you start combining in like a lot of solos and you're like, Man, what am I gonna play? <laughs> you know, like I guess I'll just put in another unit of still heads or something and hope yeah. for the best. Mm-hmm. And Minions has that problem because Minions is really a faction that's been split in half.
1: Yeah, between gators and pigs. Yeah. They they don't really work together so much, so you have to build Minions is almost two factions in itself, mm-hmm. kind of, because you do get it split up like that, and then only the gators will work with gators, the Blindwater Congregation, and then only the Thornfall. pigs, the Thornfall Alliance, will work with other pigs.
0: And Thornfall plays kind of like a weak Kador. <laughs> and uh, gators kind of wants to play this weird, almost Crick's game. Yeah, I don't know. Like they're, they're, they're weird. Weird, weird. They're yeah, a little weird. Yeah. But I would suggest a new player even though that they look really cool and they do have some of the best models. They're nice. Yeah. Maybe maybe think about that as a fun force. Yeah. Something to do
1: later on later on. Yeah. Okay. I think I think for the war machine side we did talk about merch and everything, but I think uh, one of the big boy factions that's kind of hard to get into too is probably red. Oh yeah, red. Yeah. yeah. That's another I good think one. Rhett, uh,
0: yeah, uh, a lot of their jacks aren't on the strong side. And they uh, usually, the only jack caster is what? Virus 2? Virus uh, on a horse? I
1: think so. Pretty much.
0: Yeah. And a lot of their stuff is very rules heavy. Like they have some mm. really strange rules that no one yeah. else has. And uh, they got weird force fields. Oh, and cock.
1: Yeah. Convergence. Convergence.
0: Probably don't start with Convergence either.
1: Pretty limited amount of models you're going to get. You're not going to have the wide spectrum. And they don't have access to the Mercs like most of the other War Machine factions. Yeah,
0: unlike uh, how every other faction's been released over the last 10, 12 years, everybody's gotten like a little dollop of units every expansion.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, Convergence had their entire factions dropped at once, and
2: they're not expanding it. (laughs) So even though all the other factions are changing, they They do not. They do not? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, uh, well, you play cricks. I do. And you play scorn. Scorn. Yeah. Oh, I gotta say, Kador. I'm like, that's <laughs> not right at all. <laughs> scorn door. <laughs> but if you if you had to choose like a another faction, like if someone forced you to do it. Me. Like, forced so they're like, give me your toys. Yeah. You can and have just, my toys. It's all <laughs> uh
0: which one would all right. Or which one would you go I'll for I'll let Giorgio answer first.
1: Are we gonna uh, stay in the same system or we just get to pick anyway like the, War Machine or horse? War Machine
2: Horrors, anything. Uh,
1: I would probably go with a War Machine faction.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, I really I've tried Signar and it's all right, but I think Crix is really more my playstyle, because I just like <laughs> melee so much. I've never, I'm have never i not a real shooty guy. I hate to stand back and just shoot somebody and be way far away, like Signard kind of wants to do. Uh, I like to get in there and just be like, alright, here, we're gonna just battle this out. We got swords, let's use them. Let's go. Let's do it. So maybe Crix mm-hmm. would probably be the War Machine faction I would pick.
0: Um, For me, I really like it when I play my Lost Legion, so I'd probably... Buy into more Legion and play my (laughs) lost Legion. Uh, I've played Kador in the past, and Kador will always have a a sweet spot for me. Mm -hmm. But man, I do like to play Legion. I really do like to play Legion. Um, I just wish they would make the models a little bit prettier. I don't like ugly Legion.
2: You said the boss where It's it's really pretty, and then there's. There are two art directors for Legion, and (laughs) and they don't get along. Yeah, no. They're like,
0: (laughs) oh,
1: let's make this guy just like.
0: Blur, uh, grotesque. Yeah. And then some guy's like, oh man, I really want to make a really pretty dragon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just want them all to be pretty dragons. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then the guy's like, no. No, we're no, going we're to we're gonna make a dragon with a giant bulbous penis. <laughs> 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 oh, we'll make this dragon have like 20 penises coming out of his mouth. <laughs>
2: <girl. laughs> Whoa. <laughs> okay, do, uh, do you think there's any like unfairly. uh Loved or hated casters, like ones that are used more than they should be or less than they should oh, be. Oh, that's a good question. I think uh, uh, probably
1: at least in Scorn, one of the—I don't know if it's yeah, yeah, you. Yeah, do you want us to say, go inside our factions? Yeah, or just yeah. what? Well, inside yeah. our factions. Yeah, inside okay, factions. Yeah. inside faction. I think really one of the casters in Scorn that that should get played more uh, is P Hexy one he he's he's a ballbuster man. He
0: solves problems that your faction can't deal with. Yeah,
1: yep. He's got a map buff, which you don't see a lot of in Scorn, uh, and, and he he gives Vengeance out, which is sweet. You know, you take him with some units that already have Vengeance, and then you can throw Vengeance on another unit, and now all of a sudden you got at least two units of ve- with Vengeance out there. So you, you're like almost running your own veins, going. <laughs> As far as the lesser... Or, or the, the caster that gets more play and should get lesser. Um, I think... I hate to say it, but... Because uh, they're so good. Um, <laughs> the Makedas. I think they... they both they, the Makedas. Yeah, All I three. They, uh, I, no, the first two. The, first the third two. one doesn't get as much play. But she's so good. She is really good. <laughs> she, she might fit in one, one of those ones that needs to get a little bit more play. Makeda yeah. 3. Uh, but yeah, I think Makeda 2 gets... It played a lot, and uh, Makeda won not as much as Makeda 2, but...
0: You do still see her, though.
1: Yeah, God. yeah. Uh-huh. That inspiration scorn is pretty awesome, so I understand why people... I mean, you, you want to play a good caster. Yeah. You want to. You know. it, it makes you competitive. That's how, that's what you, what you do, you know. But she's just, like... A lot of people solve for, for those... for the Makedas, so you, mm. you don't want to... You know, you're like bring somebody like P Phexy who somebody's never seen across the table and all of a sudden they're like oh uh, what do you do I need to let's see your cards. <laughs>
0: yeah that's you
2: know? true. Kind of throw the player off a little bit like it's true.
1: Yeah or they have to rethink what they're going to do. Like mm-hmm. oh I'm playing Scorn I'm going to see Makeda uh, this is what I'm going to I've got this What this, this and this plan engaged for that caster and then all of a sudden it's somebody else and like, oh I need to change things up here. Mm-hmm. You know, type that's thing. true.
0: Okay uh, for me uh, I honestly think that you see, Cricks uh, is a toughy because Cricks is like really good. Like people that play Cricks, they, the the they play the power. I can I can tell you right <laughs> off yeah. the bat, they
1: overplayed. <laughs> okay, shoot but, me. I want to hear your
0: overplay. <laughs> body and soul, an body and soul. An but, but, oh my okay, god. Okay, but I think that he's asking why, what makes them overplayed? Like, are they actually maybe bad? No, not Denegra. It's <laughs> <laughs> not bad. Y- you do see Body and Soul. Denegra Two's theme, Forest Body and Soul, mm-hmm. is probably cu- currently in the current meta is the most overplayed thing you will see. Yeah, look yeah. at look at Crick's list. You're going to see her in it. Yeah. Uh, she is overplayed a lot, and I do believe that if unless Cricks can get out of that, oh gotta play Body and Soul top. Uh, Mindset that the player, like people, are just going to start bringing anti audience exactly, insult,
1: exactly, and
0: you're gonna you're gonna see her take a dive.
1: Yeah, that's, what um, that's what'll
0: happen. Just, just, just the, dive just dive the dive. nose dive. Well, if everybody
1: yeah. is teching against it, like okay, this is what Denegra's is going to do. I need to bring these things to stop her. And yeah. if everybody starts doing that, and and you it just gotta, gets shut down, then around, yeah, you can't you can't play it.
2: Um,
0: something that I see that that I never see in tournaments, really. Uh, I'm going and I'm going. I'm going to throw this one out here too because I've never played him either. I'm going to say Goreshade two. No Ventrix. No, no Ventrix. No, I don't remember really <laughs> <have> go <no laughs> I'm going to say Goreshade two. Uh, he is a hell of a dude spam caster. So you mm. also though you play him in tier. Oh, like, wow. yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Like he he brings a ton of dudes. All of his. So you know how. Tartarus kills a guy and mm-hmm. then another bane pops out of him, yeah. all of his banes have that ability.
2: <laughs> uh, what?
0: And, uh, yeah, that's what he does. Uh, his, uh, and his feet, what his feet does is like, okay, so you killed ten banes, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I, his feet says that he can turn models that, that's in his control here. He can eat those models and then add more banes to the field. Well, you know, it seems silly to eat beans to add more beans, so you don't do that. You bring scrap thralls, which you get three of them for one point that stay in your backfield. And then you're like, oh, you killed nine beans. I'm going to eat these nine guys that I paid three points for and put out an eight-point unit. Yeah. Solid. I do it. Yeah. And just kind of... Yeah, that's... Yeah, it's. And, and, and you don't see him in tournaments very often. At least around us, around our yeah, area. Yeah. You just don't see him. Do people are just consider him too powerful either, Uh or... no. No, I think he's actually there kind of in the middle of our power levels. Yeah. You also don't see Denny Three, but I think that's gonna change pretty soon. But the yeah. cr- but the Crick's the Crick's of mind
1: <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> is kinda of poo poo on Dinegro three. I don't
1: know, man. She I think she's gonna once she starts seeing play, I think, I think she, yeah she might Come, you know, rise up some. I or, think so too. And, you know, I think she's really good. I think she's got some good options. I mean, Jack Spam just, or
2: yeah.
1: or anything. Yeah, <laughs> good options. Even her stat line is yeah. decent. I mean, Matt Eight Banes. Yeah.
0: You want to deal with Matt Eight Banes? Yeah. Think, <laughs> you know,
1: she's good.
2: I think she's solid. Mad
0: Eight Pal Thirteen Banes.
2: I don't even like about that. Uh, whenever you go into a game, is there anything that like, what's your opponent doing that kind of either... Not, not really scares you, but it's just kind of throws you off going into a game. You mean, like,
0: maybe some, like, like... Are they are they trying to punk you out? Like, like your opponent trying to like, know, like, play that, some mind games with you? Is it, that either matter, or, like,
2: you're looking and you're like... Oh, did, did just the army. Just looking at the army scare you or anything like um, that? Not really, not really scary. That can be just, really
1: situational. It can uh, be. Like, if you're playing into a bad matchup... Oh, yeah. Then, then you're like, oh, man, like... That storm wall is just gonna wreck through all my one point or my uh, one wound models. Like you're just gonna throw up temp or uh, covering fire templates. Yeah. So I'm not gonna be able to get through them. I, I got no way to deal. Colossals with
0: Colossals in general, if you're not ready for a colossal, or you drop a list that does bad against colossals, <laughs> mm-hmm. can be very very daunting. I yeah. mean. I'll tell you a colossal that always tilts me, and that that's the galleon, the mercenary colossal, mm-hmm. nearly yeah. always tilts me. Is that the one that uh, he was playing in that game that we he, watched? Yeah, he's or? got the, the mm-hmm. hook. He has he the hook, him, and but him. because the amount of shots that the galleon can get mm-hmm. a turn is really daunting, and especially someone like me who plays uh, mostly infantry force, I mean, it's just I don't know. I don't like it. Like it kind of it, <laughs> it kind of gets me a little goofy. I don't I don't like playing against it. When you
1: when you're not even having to hit a model, you can just deviate onto them and then and with with Aoes and still kill two three guys. Mm-hmm. With, with blast and he can damage. get
0: six shots a turn yeah. with it. Yeah, yep. that's good. It's yeah, it's something about that particular colossal. I've always had issues playing against it.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, I guess my last question for the day is: okay. uh, What would you say the best game that you've played and or witnessed or and on the flip side what was the worst game you've ever seen <laughs> or played
1: well oh man the worst game I've ever seen or played I was was by me uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> it was my game <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure oh man dude I I just made so many mistakes this one game and uh, it, it just like was what I just would, would it, it set me on tilt because <laughs> I would do something and fail a roll or two or three in a row and then I'd be like, oh damn well that, that just I just lost that entire unit because I missed, Bob's. Five, yeah, yeah something like that, <laughs> something ridiculous and then they get taken over and you know, the next turn but because I'm so upset, I'm so stuck on that, like I should have I should have just overtaken that entire t- side of the table. That should be mine. Like I should have. I should have nothing to worry about over there. But instead, That's I'm about the, to the lose coffee. my my whole unit.
0: <laughs> so well, I just the steps sick <laughs>
1: And uh, and so from then on, I just kept. Fr- I forgot to do other activations. I forgot to put out buffs that I needed to, or you know, different things like that. And it just it just snowballed, and uh, it just kind of kind of just wrecked me. And my whole army got to yeah.
2: Um,
0: losing a it, and it doesn't even have to be that game changing. Like mm-hmm. say, uh, say I set in to kill a unit, and I kill like maybe a quarter of the unit. Mm-hmm. That particular thing could tilt you, and for for no reason. Yeah. Like it, and like, say you have option since your option A didn't complete its task, even though you have option. B, C, and D that can also complete that task, you're so pissed because option A didn't work mm-hmm. that you just ignore it. And yeah. that isn't good. No. That isn't good for the game. That's it's what happened to game. me the last game. So you want to go two worsts, then we'll do our best, or you just want to go straight to your best?
1: Uh, yeah, your let's, do, let's do two worsts. Uh, two worsts? Let's the bad ones Okay.
0: All. Uh, all right. All right. I'll talk about train Trainwreck. Oh, Let's talk about It's right.
2: so good.
0: <laughs> or yeah, bad. Okay, so in our meta, we have two particular players. Yeah. Uh, and uh, both of them will not give you any takebacks, period. Never. Friendly games, whatever. I'll be like, hey, man, oh, no, I'm, I missed this. I missed moving this bane in my sea of banes. Do you mind if I just
2: run him forward? Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. All right, and we're back from our technical
0: difficulty. Oh, <laughs> so, best and worst games, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. So you're getting okay, ready and to and I'll talk talking about the train wreck game. Yeah. Train wreck game, okay. Uh, two of our local meta people, uh, never give takebacks. Uh, really, really serious about their games.
1: Yeah. and
0: are casual, friendly games, almost like tournament games. Almost like tournament games. Yeah. Uh, probably worse than tournament games. I even give people take-backs in tournament games. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh-huh. okay. Yeah, that's Ooh. fine. So, um, we were packing up ready to leave one day, and uh, I'm downstairs, you know, ready to leave, and uh, I keep seeing Giorgio, running up the stairs, and I'm like... What's yeah. going on up there? So I go up there, and uh, and this train wreck of train wrecks is going on. Meanwhile, uh, <laughs> hey I'm not even saying anything. I'm just running back and forth,
1: like, dude, all right, I'll be right back. No, I'll tell you, I'll be right back. I gotta get over
0: there. <laughs> Run back upstairs. <laughs> That's where the game is going on. And uh, it's it's just uh, the two players trying to kill each other turn after turn, but but like halfway through they'll screw up. And be like, oh, do you mind if I take back all of this stuff oh, God. <laughs> yeah, like,
2: and like, restart
0: two, my turn?
1: Two or three activations <laughs> worth. Like, <laughs> just ridiculous amounts.
0: And I was like, they never do that yeah. for us. And they're like, oh, yeah, okay. sure. Go right ahead. Go right ahead, chum. <laughs> <No John. problem. laughs> go, yeah. Go. Yeah, go do that. It was and, insane. And it was just, I'm going to fail to kill your caster, and I'm going to fail to kill your caster, and let's do this for the next eight turns. Yeah,
1: it, it was, there was three Back to back failed assassination attempts in a row before, and then they just changed the game plan. They stopped going for the assassination. <laughs> <laughs> it got so ridiculous. They're like, "Oh, I just can't do it." Oh, well, let's move on. All right. Well, I'm going to attrition you now. <laughs> let's move on to that. It. I think
0: the store closed, and they made them stop playing. Yeah,
1: they made them stop playing. The, the game never technically actually ended. Uh, <laughs> they just the 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 owner of the store was like, "Hey, guys." I got somewhere to be. You need to wrap it up. So, and then they just started packing up models. So they're like, "All right, well that." I think we both played that pretty good. It's <laughs> what they
0: away with. It, it was a hell of a train. Right? <laughs> it was bad. So that's the, that's the worst game I've ever seen played. No.
1: The best game that I've ever seen played. Uh, hmm, that's a good one. Uh, I, you know, what, I know exactly what it was. It was the finals round at a uh, tournament that we went to. And it was Scorn versus Cricks. Are you talking about my game? Yeah, because uh-huh. I was going to say that too. I, was <laughs> Where say <are> you? That. <laughs> I trumped you. You know what?
0: Go, you go ahead
1: and talk about it. Oh, uh, see, I it was it was the final day of the tournament, and I didn't make it into because it was a, a uh, you had to qualify yeah, to it make it into it, tournament. and I didn't make it into. And it. I slid in
0: <laughs> on that first day on the skin of my yeah, ass. Yeah, you got in though. this? was back in January. Yeah,
1: I think that's when it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't make it in, so I just watched every game that day. And there, and so it finally gets to the final table at the end of the day, and uh, I just watched the entire game. I sat right next to it. The table next to it was empty, so I got to sit right there, and I just watched the entire game from oh, right there, game side. And it was two armies just wiping each other and out, Scar- just back and forth. Scar 1 versus... Epic Xerxes. Epic Xerxes. Yes. Yes. And it was it was just an all out battle. Both armies <laughs> just completely attritioned down to almost nothing. And and then and finally it just it was coming down to where it was you know, all right. It's we just out attritioned each other. Now you know you got what left. I got what left. We got it. All right, it's caster kill time. And, and he le-
0: he left. Uh, he came in for a. I'm just going to grab this zone and I'm going to sit in the zone. Make your caster come to me. Uh, and in the process of that, I really had no army left, except for Scar, Bangalore Tartarus, yeah. and like a quarter unit of Bane Knights. Mm-hmm. He he killed all my Bane Knights down to one model. But in the process of doing that, he put forth all of his uh, pain givers, bee sandwiches, yeah. and the uh, living
1: infantry. Because
0: he done that, Tartarus walked up, threshed them all into a. To, a, to basically refill his unit of knights unit, yeah, and then the main knights killed his caster. Yeah.
1: Holy. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: that was the best game I've ever played of War Machine. By far. It was a knockout. It, like, it was like a it, it felt like a pro wrestling fight. Like, <laughs> we were just like, Ugh, <laughs> uh, like Oh, here comes Matt off the top rope with a Baylord Lord Tartarus.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was so tough. Uh, it... it Man, it was uh, like it. I say this a lot when I talk about that game. If you looked at my at the beginning of my turn two, which he went first, I had no game. I had no game, yeah, he was, and it
1: was rough looking. It was bad. It was
0: really bad for me. But uh, I pulled it through and won. Yeah, and
1: then and you you almost like reversed it, like yeah, on that that very next turn, you know, going into so it, and it took so much back, and it was just like, oh my god!
0: And I never played Tartarus that far back. Yeah, but you, that's what one yeah, me the game yeah, was
1: playing he kept him kept really,
0: him
1: really game, far back up until the end. There, and he was that clutch piece. Came in, and <laughs> yeah, it
2: was, yeah, it was so, a great. game. So he literally just good. came in, and, killed every single one of the. Pretty there much, was like five of them, something like that. Yeah, it, it refilled my unit. He made them
0: all much. back
1: into bains. Yeah,
0: yeah, because he left that yeah. one bane night alive. Yeah, yeah.
1: it was. Uh, could not get that
0: one guy. Dead. It was tough. <laughs> yeah, so tough. But yeah, I think that was that was fun too. I mean, yeah, that's yeah, a it lot. It was good. I've never played a game as. Back and forthy as that one. Mm-hmm.
1: Those are the good ones. Most yeah. memorable because you're so involved throughout the whole. Like I was involved and I wasn't even playing. I was like, oh my god, oh. And I was just, I was just strategizing what I would do during each of their turns <laughs> and with the different factions. Oh, it, it was good. It was a great game. Yeah, that's
2: kind of like what the tournament I went to. When it was that?
0: Mm, uh, about a month and a half ago, probably.
2: Yeah, was well, the game between you and. Kappler. Well, oh! So yeah. I was watching the show <laughs> showdown, and I was yeah. just like... Uh, Asphyxias
0: 2 versus Mad Dogs of War. Ugh.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's my only real drop against Mad Dogs, man. Mad Dogs is hard to deal with.
2: Asphyxius 2 yeah. kind of
0: answers the questions, but sometimes, man, that many models can overflood me. Mm-hmm. So it really depends.
1: How to feel to play against K Dor Banes. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
0: better Banes, actually. Yeah, yeah. Berserking Matt Seven Pal 13 Baines. Berserk. Berserk's so good, dude. Yeah, it's really good.
1: <laughs> can't
0: spell me, bro. Can't, yeah. Well it's all ball yeah purge <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Oh. <laughs> So is that all of your enigmas
2: today? That's all my new enig- no, 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 enigmas, enigmas for today. <laughs> uh, uh, eventually I'll say the right word. Eventually I'll say the right word. Eventually you speak English.
0: Well, I think that's all we got for mm-hmm. you. I hope you enjoyed the podcast or the vidcast depending on what you're watching mm-hmm. or listening to. And, uh, you guys have a nice day. That's